Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A really extraordinary guest, Greg Katz, and I asked him to come back on the show because I was so jazzed about what he is doing with his life. I want to play a little bit of a clip before we speak to Greg directly. This is from his TEDx talk. Let's play clip one. I moved to Washington, D.C. to work in the Clinton administration. I bought a row house on Capitol Hill. But in the summer, even with air conditioning on full blast, it got so hot that I had to move from my bedroom on the third floor down a floor. And eventually I got sick of this. So I climbed up onto the roof to see what could be done. The roof was completely black, and standing there, my feet got so hot that I had to jump up and down. So I did some research, and I found that black roofs only reflect 10% of the light and absorbs the other 90%, turns it into radiant heat that heated up my shoes, my bedroom, and the neighborhood. And I learned that because of our dark surfaces, our dark roads, our dark roofs, our dark parking lots, our cities are eight degrees hotter in the summertime and that this is called the urban heat island effect. And there's more from the TED Talk. Let's play clip two. Dark surfaces like roads get to 170 degrees. Eggs start frying at 158 degrees. And you know something's wrong with your surfaces or one of the fastest growth areas in pet supplies is special shoes for dogs who can't handle the extreme heat of the surfaces that we've covered our cities in. Dark surfaces absorb heat and re-radiate it during the day and also at night. So not only is it hotter during the day, it's also much hotter at night, and that means that our bodies cannot cool down. Greg Katz joins us now. He is a leader in so many ways of the idea that the surfaces of our planet need to be reexamined and changed in order to adapt to and mitigate some of the effects of climate change. He is the CEO and steering committee co-chair of something called the Smart Surfaces Coalition. He's the author of Greening Our Built World, 
I can't tell you how many other unbelievable organizations he's been in. He has an MBA from Stanford University. He's a certified energy manager. He was awarded the U.S. Green Building Council's Lifetime Achievement Award. He has served on a dozen clean energy corporate boards. And, of course, he's solar, PV powers, his family home, and electric car. Naturally, I would expect nothing less from you, Greg. Welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show. Hello, hello, and thanks for coming back. Uh, Lisa, it's great to be on with you again. I have to tell you that the knowledge that you know, I feel like everyone needs to know it yesterday, and there's an urgency to what you know, and I want to go from the knowledge to the solution far faster than it seems we're doing. It's that's exactly right. And what's exciting about smart surfaces, meaning surfaces that are reflective or green or porous, is you can apply them starting tomorrow. So Baltimore, for example, we worked with is passing a series of bills right now saying that when you do a new commercial roof, that roof has to be very reflective. So then the day after you, you make a service more reflective, it bounces much more light back into space out of the atmosphere, which cools the planet. And it means that all that sunlight um, does not become unwanted heat. So your air conditioning bills come down, the temperature around the buildings come down, and there's secondary effects that are important, like there's less ozone because lower temperature means less smog formation. So what's exciting about the smart surface strategy is not only is it very cost effective and has a large health and quality of life impact, but can be deployed quickly. So Greg Katz, the Smart Surfaces Coalition is an is a loosely held organization, right, of companies that are very wealthy American private enterprise companies. Is that right? Yeah, it includes that. We're a 501c3, so we're not-for-profit. The organizations that are partners include the American Public Health Association, the American Planning Association, the National League of Cities, but also some corporates like uh, the World Cement Association uh, and, and very large roofing companies. The solutions here are great for companies. They're great for employment. They reduce the cost of energy, flooding, mold, and health. And so it's one of these strategies that if you're a businessman, as I am, you're excited about. If you care about health, as all of us do, you're excited about. If you care about quality of life environment, you're excited about. So it's another example where smart environmental and health strategies turns out to be a really terrific strategy for competitiveness, for jobs, and uh, for financial well-being. So I'm bursting with ideas as I'm speaking with you, Greg Katz. And the, one of the things I wanted to ask you is, who is it most important for you to get in front of in the state of Connecticut so that you can share your knowledge about how easy and how beneficial it would be to change our surfaces? Who do you want to get in front of? I think the mayors of, of the cities of uh, New Haven, Bridgeport, and other cities. And the reason this should matter to them is they can adopt strategies which will cool peak summer temperature by five degrees in the summer. And that has large benefits in terms of health, 
uh, tourism, people being outdoors, economic viability. It also means that the cities can systematically address other issues, environmental justice issues, increase threats of flooding, which, of course, results in mold, which has huge respiratory costs for young people and elderly and at-risk population. And so you can imagine a city like a Bridgeport or a New Haven adopting smart surfaces the way Baltimore is, for example, and then have a program to say, hey, we're a cool city. We're becoming cooler. We're part of a solution. We're not a city that's struggling uh, with, with trying to keep up. Rather, we're out ahead of the curve. And would that we're mean, and so, and so what does yeah. that mean as a practical matter, Greg Hess? Does that mean that uh, building codes are changed so that new building permits are issued with an eye toward what the roof composite looks like, what the pavement composite looks like? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's a set of things like that. So the city would say, would create an incentive or a code requirement for building owners to adopt more reflective roofs. And it actually saves the building owners a lot of money. It includes saying, hey, look, there are public parking lots out there, and those all cause flooding and they're super hot. Wait a minute, that's not a good strategy. Let's put a row of trees down the middle to provide shade and manage that water. Let's make those surfaces more porous and reflective. What's great about this set of solutions is that they've been around for decades. There are lots of different commercial providers, so there's no technology risk. The challenge is for city to move from its current strategy, which is lowest first cost, to stepping back and saying, wait a minute, we should do the things that save us money over time. And not just at lowest first cost. We shouldn't do what we've been doing for 30 years just because that's how it's done. Let's be smart. Let's choose surfaces that make the quality of life of our city better and make our city more livable. Is this kind of strategy applicable on highways as well or only for less traveled streets? It's really better for less traveled streets. We, there's an initiative that we uh, develop that we, we raise money for called the Cool Roadways Partnership that 30 towns and cities are part of. And that uh, in that initiative, there are 12 cities that are now resurfing residential roads and tripling the reflectivity. And that means that the ambient temperature around those roads have started to drop measurably. And what's great about a surface that's more reflective is because it doesn't get as hot, it doesn't expand as much in the day, and contract it, it doesn't night, crack and then as expand much. Expand again the right. next day, right? Exactly. It, la- it lasts longer, so yeah. it pays. It pays for itself. And what about as individual homeowners? When we think about repaving our driveways, or when we think about re-roofing our homes, are there contractors that are more knowledgeable about this locally that have a kind of certification that we could look for, or are we just left with the individual kind of use this guy because he knows what he's doing? Like, what do we do as homeowners? A roofer will put will uh, put a roof on that you want. And a good way to research this is to go to the U.S. Cool Roof Rating Council, which is a government-supported, not-for-profit, supported by corporates. And it's very easy when you go to the U.S. Cool Roof Rating Council to look up the reflectivity of your roofing products. And you can then say to somebody who's doing a roof, hey, I want to have a more reflective roof. Take a look at the U.S. Cool Roof Rating Council. Choose one of the products that are nationally available. 
that bounce more light back into space. When it comes to redoing, a, let's say you're going to expand the driveway, stop and say, wait a minute, do I really want a more oil-based product, super dark road that makes my house hotter? Or would it be better to use gravel? Would it be better to use a lattice with gravel in it or grow grass through it? We don't drive on our driveways very much. No, so we why don't. should it have the same surface as a highway? It's ridiculous. It doesn't, make sense. it doesn't make any sense. I agree with you. That's why we went to gravel. I totally agree with you. We're chatting with Greg Katz, 203-333-9422, who is basically devoting his life and his career to trying to have us look at the surfaces on our planet that we have made so dark that we have we have wasted so much petroleum. I mean, asphalt's made with petroleum. Are some of these surfaces, do some of them use less oil? Yeah, they do. I mean, anything that's other than a highway, there's an alternative to. And even with highways, I mean, I, I live in Rock Creek Park in Washington, D.C. So here's a road that goes through the park. And you would think that the strategy there would be to put in a gravel surface where the water drains down to the sides because sure. it's part. And instead, they applied an approach that we have in roads, which has got hard edges. The water goes into drains. Those drains go into water treatment systems. So you have this huge infrastructure for water management when the answer is right at hand. Right Let the there. water flow out of the road of course. into gravel. <laughs> It goes back into the ground, yeah. the water gets cleaned, and it saves taxpayers a lot of money. It's so infuriating. We're chatting with Greg Katz. Don't you find it infuriating that the people who are in a position of making these decisions do so in a way that is so wrong? Doesn't that get you so, like, infuriated? It does to me. Well, I, I think it's not their, their fault. I mean, if you talk to a Department of Transportation, which is who makes most of the surface decisions in a city, and you say to them, do you ever think about heat or health or climate when you make a decision? They say, no, no, we only do lowest first cost. We don't have the authority to do anything but count first lowest first cost. So the problem isn't with the Department of Transportation. It's the lack of vision on the part of the people who that department reports to. So the mayor or the city council has to say, wait a minute, we shouldn't do something stupid just because it's been done in the past. Let's be smart about this. Let's adopt strategies that protect our health, that increase jobs, that protect our economic viability. So I think if there is fault here, it really lies with the governance of the cities. But now this coalition that's formed to support those cities, and one of our partners, the National League of Cities, it's the largest city policy group in the country. The cities now know they can do better. They have the resources to do better. Now's the time to stop, step up and start making smart decisions for the city's health and future. Okay, so you want to meet Justin Elliker and you want to meet Mayor Ganim. That's who you want to meet, Mayor Justin Elliker. Of- I'd love to work. I'd lo- yeah, I'd love to meet either. We just received $10 million in funding for us and our partners, and we're going to be working in nine metropolitan areas, Chicago, Atlanta, Dallas, and others, to help those cities transition to much uh, more rational, cost-effective, healthy strategies. I think you'll also want to meet Mayor Caroline Simmons. She's the brand-new mayor of Stamford. Uh, Would love to. Which really has 
undergone tremendous development uh, and tremendous infrastructure changes. I bet she'd be very receptive to you. And then there's Mayor Harry Rilling of Norwalk. And Norwalk is doing some fabulous things with tree planting for the first time. The people in charge are really taking a look at their overall environment in a way they haven't done in many years. So I think there are some other places that would all... I will make some introductions offline. That's wonderful. I grew up in Connecticut. I know how beautiful the trees are there. So it's exciting to hear that mayors in Connecticut are uh, are embracing trees and, and developing programs to expand tree coverage. But I really think it's also important that you educate the legislature. And Jonathan Steinberg, who is the representative from Westport, my town, just became the chair of the uh, Public Energy Committee. And and he'll be the chair of this for the very first time. And he's so interested in these things. I'm going to make an intro to you offline with him as well. He's passionate about policy. Terrific. Well, I look forward to that, Lisa. Thank you. All right, Greg Katz of the Smart Services Coalition. Just keep doing what you're doing because eventually, like the recapture of our night skies, which is my other complete and total obsession, eventually we are going to get back to nature. It's going to take a generation, but we're going to do it. And I'm going to live to see it. I'm going to live to see night skies again, birds that aren't, you know, taken off their migration and die because they go around the same lit building a hundred times and then die of exhaustion. I'm going to live to see some smarter solutions. I'm determined to live to see it. We know it. We have it. It's cheaper. It's more conservation-minded. And we're going to do it. We just have to do it. We just have to do it. God does give us these two great gifts of sunshine and rain. We mismanage it. And if we manage it right, it certainly... Uh, helps with birds, it helps with quality of life, helps with uh, creating communities that are more successful and uh, healthier. And healthier and happier. I mean, we, we we have all these crises of mental health. I think if we were to just look up the forest for the trees as another analogy and see that we have disconnected ourselves from nature, we have injured ourselves. So even in our own self interest as human beings, we have to reconnect with a with a balance and and that means looking at the decisions that we've been making on planet earth yeah we're one of our partners is the graduate school of public health at harvard and we're quantifying some of the benefits and those include psychological well-being benefits and you can see it in people's cortisol levels and, and and other things and so there is that important human well-being dimension that you've talked about, which is so important. It's sort of sad to me, Greg Katz, that we have to quantify things to, to persuade people when it's such obvious common sense. I mean, we have to do it, and we do it, and we spend all this time doing it, and then we look up and we say, uh, yeah, it feels better if you sit under a tree. Yeah, it sort of does. <laughs> right? I mean, Can't yeah. argue. Yeah, yeah. All right, so everybody has to read Shel Silverstein's The Giving Tree at least once or twice or ten times in their life, and that's pretty much the life lesson for this planet Earth. And there we are. We're done. Except except we don't want the trees cut down because they provide so much value. Well, that's so. the point of the book. You have to cry. Yeah, if you don't I... cry at the end of the book, you're not human. That's that's the point. <laughs> that's the point. Greg Katz, right. thank you very much for joining us today. What a pleasure. Thank you, Lisa. All right. Merry Thank everything you. and happy new year. We'll talk to you in the next the next part of the year. You're gonna have to come back on. Thanks. Terrific. Thanks. Thanks. Greg Katz on the Lisa Wexler show with Smart Surfaces. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.